so hello, Ian. Do I call you Ian? Yeah, call me Ian. That's all fine. Okay, well, I'm Natasha from Diversity in Blockchain. And as you know, um, this is our Chain Chat series where yeah, we yeah. ask you questions about Web3, blockchain, uh, diversity. Um, and each guest leads a question for the next guest. And the question that the last guest left for you is, if you could focus on one problem, knowing you'd succeed, what would it be? Yeah, I think the biggest problem with blockchain right now, I think this is more from a generalist perspective, is the fact that it's still something that has very high barriers to entry. Like if I wasn't someone who, I, I wouldn't regard myself as a technical person. So during my whole journey of navigation through different cryptocurrencies and how blockchain work, like the different layers, what mining are, how nodes work, it's something that's very hard to grasp around for someone who's like really just not someone that's into the tech industry. So it's actually similar to the app that we're building right now. We're trying to really democratize blockchain for someone who doesn't understand the technology at all. Because right now, I feel like it's really hard to have a grasp of how blockchain works unless you're deeply involved, right? But it would be nice if we can produce like surface layer apps where users can interact directly that where the users can experience all the technology and all the benefits without having to understand how everything works. Because right now the understanding is tied immediately to the usage and we're trying to bridge that gap in the form of creating a dApp. It's funny actually, because the more I've been looking into it and learning as well, again, I'm not a tech mind, but I'm kind of coming to the same conclusion that what you need now is some kind of, um, you know, just some like sample apps or things that people can get involved in where they can see the the end use, right? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm completely on board with what you're what you're saying. All right, so Ian, tell me about what is your interest in Web3 and when did you get into it? I've actually heard about Bitcoin. I would say I think that's probably the firstest encounter. It was probably back um, six, seven years ago. But that time, I think the barriers to entry were even higher. So although I heard about like blockchain crypto, I didn't really have a chance to get into it. I think it was really till I'd say like, one or two years ago so like especially during covid where we i just saw this like sudden burst of like nfts i think that's when things really started like people were started to buy buying board apes for a crazy price i'd say it was around like 10k 20k back then but mm -hmm. comparing to comparing to the price right now it's relatively cheap i would say and it's just i think that's really the entry point where it got me into the whole blockchain scene but for myself it's personally because I'm someone, especially during the COVID time as well, I've been really focused on personal health because I was in Australia back then and I was like locked inside my own house with like my home gym. I really didn't have much to do. So I've just been practicing living a healthy life. And I feel like that really benefited me. And at the same time, I was doing blockchain, right? So I was thinking about the two. How can we put the two things together to use? And that's when I really started being like, oh, I really want to learn blockchain because I think blockchain is the is the medium it's not means to to an end so i've just been using like tokenomics and digital assets as a gamification and incentive system where people can live a healthy life yeah. okay cool i might ask you a bit more about the mechanics of that in the in a little while because i have a, a personal interest in gamification as well as part of my master's sure. um okay so um what are you trying to achieve what's your project yeah, so my project is very, very simple. It's turning healthy living into like a fun multiplayer social game. You could think of it in that like respect. 
And what I'm trying to achieve is I've seen so many people, whether it's around me or like just like in general, people say they want to set out to live a healthy life. Just like people in general, right? they always set goals. And I say most of them are ambitious. Some of them are more easy and realistic to achieve. But most people fail to follow through, right? Because there's this, I would say, lack of immediate reward, right? If you want to go shopping, you spend that money and you get what you want, right? You immediately get that satisfaction. Whereas it's not the same for like healthy living, right? Just because you eat healthy for a day, you're not going to see the health consequences, right? If if it was more apparent, then it might be easier for someone to be like, oh, I'm going to pursue this because every day I'm noticing that I have definite progress. When you don't see progress, you're more likely to give up. Okay. And if you're like, if you're like um, gamification and token distribution, it's the sense that every single time I do something that's health-related, there's an incentive system mm-hmm. where I'll be rewarded with a certain amount of token. And I wouldn't say that token is like something that's very highly valuable because I feel like there's a lot of things these days, especially with the X to earn, like whether it's like play to earn, invest to earn, watch to earn. Like I see that's a really popular thing. But then I used to be like, that's the solution. But I think, but after like being in this like industry, I say for a couple of months, I realized it's not sustainable. Like, do you see any successful company today giving you money as a way to acquire a user? I don't think, I don't think that brings any value at all. Whereas the value itself should come from really helping people live a healthier life. So I'm using token not as a financial instrument, but there could be like incentives to boost mm-hmm. up the price. But I'm using token as a way to like really create the sense of dopamine every single time they do something. So it's easier for them to persevere through. And that's the route I'm taking. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I uh, Again, just like as I, as I go through this journey myself of learning, um, I'm kind of likening the token tokenomics, if you like, to insignias that would get, like, I would learn a language on an app like Duolingo. Yeah. And you would get an insignia for achieving certain levels. And I think often that yeah. is enough. For, that's enough incentive for people to, to want yeah. to continue and kind of compete with their friends that are in the same. Yeah. So where does the, where does, I, I guess, the Web3 blockchain part comes in with the, the tokenomics, yeah. right? Yeah. What's 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 different about what you can do with this powerverse uh in web three um as opposed to web two yeah i i think um to be honest with this app i feel like it could be done either way but there's just a lot of benefits with the whole web three especially with digital assets because Mm -hmm. like how how our um like token ecosystem work is that you earn token from playing i'm not playing sorry, doing all sorts of health related activities right such as like sleeping more than six hours going to like healthy restaurants like sweet green like all these like incentives right then you earn the coin and the token the coin yeah and then after with the coin and token i talked about the whole gamification element right so you're going to be using these coins to open mystery boxes mm-hmm. and then these these mystery boxes will lead to all sorts of digital assets that you can imagine but, but and it's not it's kind of different nfts because the unit is a lot smaller, whereas the unit of NF- NFT is like an avatar. It was a series of like decorations, right? Like let's say they have a hat, they have sunglasses, they have like a cape, right? Whereas mm-hmm. our digital asset takes form of like a single accessory, like whether it's a t-shirt or it's a hoodie, like, and there's all sorts of different rarities and stuff. Yeah. So the whole the whole gamification element works that is that we create essentially a marketplace and an ecosystem. 
where people can track their digital provenance. They really have full ownership of everything they have. They can use it for their own intellectual property rights. And I just think that the whole Web3 thing is really giving people the power. Uh -huh. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say there would be a drastic difference if everything was done in Web2. It just doesn't harm to do it in Web3 and give people the full autonomy that they deserve, right? So if I'm if I let's say I open a super rare item from one of the mystery boxes, I could sell it and like I, and then exchange my coins for like some sort of like USDC, USDT, and then just go to another platform and do something else if I want to. Right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's like about giving people more choices and whether they choose to leverage it or not is different. And how we're starting is we're going to start it partially from a Web2 for testing purposes, like with our whole tokenomics, and then we're going to transition to a Web3 with an airdrop. So in, in, that, in that sense that I wouldn't say Web3 really makes a big difference, but it's really giving people an experience of, oh, these are how tokens work. I can actually send them around to my friends as a gift and just giving people this power, I would say. But whether they choose to really leverage or not, I wouldn't say it makes a big difference on the user experience because as I mentioned earlier, your, your selling point is never blockchain. Your selling point is the value you're trying to deliver and that's healthy living. And as long as we do that right, whether it's on Web 2 or Web 3, I feel like the goal has been accomplished. Yeah, and I suppose as Web3 itself develops, like more opportunities um, will become available to see what you can do. And I was thinking while you were while you were explaining, you know, you would get a mystery box. So perhaps if somebody sleeps, they can earn like a certain kind of pillow in the app or if somebody goes and plays football, they can earn like a golden football or something like that. I like the idea. It's cool. Um, okay, so how um, how is Powerverse um tackling the issue of diversity could you, you be um more specific more, more specific with that yeah okay so let's um like ask you um looking at your founding group i don't know if it's just you or if you have a little team what yeah. is the diversity uh what is the diversity ratio like or how do you intend to to make this product appeal to people of diverse audiences one or the other yeah so i think in terms of like our um like core team so far is pretty diverse we have like like in terms of gen whether it's like gender wise or like race wise it's pretty diverse right now and i think how personally i tackle diversity is actually kind of um, counterintuitive in the sense that i choose to not focus on diversity itself because i feel like Sometimes when you more forcefully focus on things like diversity, it actually backfires in the sense that you're you're enforcing diversity upon yourself, right? But I feel like for me personally, when, when I resolve to problems, I usually think about it as we're trying to build a mission, right? So as long as the person is like-minded and that person is driven and like understands like where we're heading together, it really doesn't matter what sort of background they come to. I think it's this mindset that you think beyond the person that really leads to diversity. Right? It's, instead of just focusing on, oh, like my gender ratio is not good. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna limit everyone else from this opportunity just to face that. I think that solves the problem on the surface. It makes the statistics look good, but it doesn't really solve the true issue at the end, which is about making decisions based freely off any of those like criteria or things like that. So I think it's a different way to tackle it. And I think it's a way that we have a team that's really driven and like we're all on the same page. And 
yeah obviously it's, and it's all, all about like these practices that we do as well yeah i just think yeah 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 cool um okay so what has been your greatest resource for learning more and being able to move forward with your project uh, i actually i think it's pretty diverse like because this is still a pretty new like i would say like industry so there's really not like a systematic way for you to learn about things Mm-hmm. And internet's definitely a great resource, and it's just been think... watching a lot, a lot of videos. I say, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Like, yeah. you want to mine? It it depends on like which type of like content you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the VCs definitely have some really good stuff. For example, the A16Z Crypto School. I think that's a really great way for people to get started. I highly recommend that series. It's probably like uh 10 to 14 hours of content and then after you watch that you have a pretty good understanding of how things work like the fundamentals mm-hmm. and then in terms of um startup wise i've been looking a lot at the y combinator video series like how you like sort out your funding how you like do market research and things like that so i think it's a combination of these two i say they're my biggest assets so far but i've just been really open to like processing information and I think Twitter is definitely also great because mm-hmm. I used to be someone that that doesn't use like Twitter a lot, but like now recently, as you as we all understand that the Web three space is heavily involved in Twitter. So I think when you look at tweets, sometimes people tweet really useful stuff that like just really enlightens you and sparks you. And yeah, just like I I just feel like the algorithms these days are really good. Once you show the algorithm, hey, I'm into startups, I'm into cryptocurrencies i'm into blockchain and they're just gonna start recommending you all sorts of videos and you just yeah. watch the ones that you feel like are the most beneficial to you and that's all, all of my open. instagram ads at the moment yeah same yeah summit, that's can, summit. yeah and you can always go back to old school right like find a book right? that's just the i wouldn't say that's the most time effective way but yeah i mean it's always good to read once in a while and just like process some new information Mm-hmm. Okay, and then on the flip side, uh, what challenges have you found to to learning more? I felt like the challenge wise is kind of like what I would call breaking into the industry. I wouldn't say I'm really well integrated into the blockchain like ecosystem and things like that, mm-hmm. but but in in a sense, I think it's a blessing in disguise because like how I envision blockchain is. I would say fairly different from what most people think of when they think about a blockchain project. They think about how do I target crypto natives? How do I, you know, get in the jargons, get in with the like the influencers that are in this little like niche? Because at the end of the day, blockchain is still a niche. I would say like it's not it's a big industry with a lot of future and potential, but right now it's restrained to a small group of people. Like in comparison to the general population, right? Like if yeah. you ask other people about like technology, social media, everyone understands it. But if you ask about blockchain, it's still a small amount of people. Mm-hmm. And, and and who's to say that they really understand it? I doubt like everyone there is like has like really good information. So I've just been focusing on a generalist perspective. Like, how do I push this thing out to the people who are not already into the blockchain? So I had a different focus. I didn't like I'm not driving too technical into the specifics about oh this is the infrastructure this is a storage system right like obviously these things are great for the future of the technology but we need mass adoption and integration and me being kind of 
at the fringe between really in the industry and not really industry, it gives me a lot of fresh perspectives and to build my own thought about how I think blockchain should go. Because if I felt like if I was surrounded by people who already have a really deep conviction in their own perspectives, I wouldn't be able to form my own independent thinking. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's really important for innovation. And so, and diversity, I think, like you say, like if, if we wait until the experts have it exactly how they want, then it's going to be shaped only in that way. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if we say, okay, can you imagine this? And then the building comes from, from the innovation and the diversity of ideas, then we're going to see a much more, I don't know, I think we'll see different results that way, maybe. Um, how do you explain Web3 to your friends and family that aren't in the circle then, that have no idea? How I would explain Web3, I think if if I was to ever explain Web3, I'd say the first key word is um, open source. It's like everything is visible and transparent. Mm -hmm. So you know you know what's going on. Like so you, you see all the codes, you see the white paper, you understand you understand, like, I think to the to its very, very core, what it's about. So I think that's great. And then that's the number one, I say open source. And number two, I would say it's a lot about tokens. It's about creating an economy within an economy. And you can call that economy a metaverse or whatever you want to call it. It's about forming this closed loop where there's people that create a token and people who, like, burn or like use the token so it's kind of like a loop and it's like a mini economy so i think you can't talk about the whole web3 without talking about a token or some sort of currency so yeah and okay and number three i'd say um is democratization or like giving user power like if we talk about traditional companies users really don't have much of a say right like if facebook suddenly tells me they're changing their privacy settings agreement i can't really object and i don't really benefit from i think that's i think the one really good thing i like about web3 is it rewards people for being early believers like like if i witness the growth of a product and i join in like i'm the first 100 customers i should like some get some sort of recognition at least and i feel like web3 does that in, in, the, mm -hmm. in the sense that like earlier people benefit more so I think Web3 is like giving power back to the people and just building a system that's sustainable where um, merchants can profit, but users can also have more of a say in what they want and what they don't want. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a good answer. Um, okay, so what predictions do you have for the way everything is? I mean, you kind of answered that really. Let me give you a different one. What do you wish you'd known sooner? What, what I wish I'd known sooner? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is one thing for sure, especially for anyone who thinks about i would say making money or anything like on that end that blockchain is not like a like we see so much potential like every single day you'll wake up and then you'll see oh series a some company raised a couple hundred million and then you'll see all these crazy mergers and acquisitions oh they're they're a company that like yuga labs they're valued at oh like billions millions like like you see all these like financial figures and you think oh web3 is easy there's so many opportunities and like it's the future right if you want to be financially independent you should do web3 but mm -hmm. i think that's really like a bias in the mm -hmm. sense that if you look at these companies they're i would 
call them like the market leaders of like crypto. And like honestly, most of the the successes you see, there there's so many companies that are behind them that are unable to get funding. And it's just not as optimistic as people would think. And especially with like web three that it's it's like it's kind of like an insider circle thing where you really have to kind of get in if, if you want to like because they kind of bounce off each other and like grow together so it's like the top few companies like right, work together and they all like grow together and it's kind of like an ex, ex i would say it's like an exclusive access so mm-hmm. it's not as easy for someone that like who was pr- traditionally in web 2 or just someone that's not really into like just get in and get like crazy funding right? unless the only opportunity i would say an exception is infrastructure right if you have really good um coding skills you can build a great infrastructure protocol you can definitely get funding but other than that especially like in terms of like what i'm working at um web3 applications mm-hmm. they're not they're 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 not like a super hot thing where um, money is just flowing in right so it's just yeah. people have to realize that it seems really nice it seems like there's a lot of opportunities but th- these are just things that you see because they're one in a million. But mm-hmm. it's 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 just like any other industry. There, it takes a lot of work. Yeah, it's not as easy as people think. Yeah, yeah. I think. And I guess that community aspect comes back again because, like you say, somebody can have the idea, somebody can have the tech skill, somebody can have the the capital if they believe in the idea, and it just takes a few a few groups of people to come together to make something happen. Plus the hard yeah. work, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Um. In that case, have you got any more? Uh, one more before I ask you to leave a question for the next person. Is do you yeah. have any other insights or or things you want to share, whether about your project or about your experience or anything on diversity, anything at all that you'd like to share? Oh yeah. So I like anything at all. I, I want to share. I just want um. Let me let me think about that. Yeah, sorry, it's a bit broad again. <laughs> yeah, I I think the best way for people to like I say begin is like obviously be on the consumer side, like buy some cryptos, buy some NFTs, like understand how everything works, but obviously don't spend too much money because you're probably gonna lose most of it all. But it's a mm-hmm. good learning. It's it's a good learning experience. I think just if if anyone's interested, just get started like that. And see if it's something for you. Like, I I don't I don't think blockchain is something for everyone. And and people, and, and I think it's overhyped by the media in a sense that mm-hmm. it's that great of an opportunity. It's the future. Like, I'm all in on one three. Like, people should start from their own perspectives after they really get a touch. And I think just not be blinded by what other people say about this. Experience yeah. it for yourself. Yeah. Ah, oh, good. All right then, and just to finish up. Can I ask you to leave a question for our next guest? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be remotely blockchain related. It can be, but you can ask them anything to break the ice on the next on the next chain chat. Uh, I think that'd be interesting. Um, discuss about a problematic Web three success. That'd be interesting. Okay. Problematic Web three success. Yeah. Whether it's a company, an idea, or a model, anything like that. Something that could be problematic or one that they've seen, you mean? W- one that is successful, but they would see as problematic. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So it's been great to speak to you. 
Perfect. Yep. Um, the usual. I will edit a uh, a transcript and um get in touch when we're ready to to post it. Perfect. Sounds great. Been great to meet you. Thank you for coming on. Nice to meet you too. All right. You have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Bye.